I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. On tonight's episode of Sippin' on a 40, once again, we will not talk about the game. And it's for a different reason than the one over the weekend. I did watch the game. Well, I kind of stopped watching going into the third. They're getting their ass kicked by a great team, by an elite team. They also didn't get bailed out by Jacob Markstrom. We'll slightly get into the game. We'll see how it goes. But Bondi is in the studio. The judge is back. He made a good point on his first episode of Power of the Towel that I want to bring up. You got to pick a side. I think I'm on that fence now. You got to pick a side. Does that even make sense? Being on a fence, picking a side? Anyways, the JT Miller trade, was it a good one? Was it a bad one? I'm making my choice tonight. And we're going to also compare Elias Patterson to other athletes in sport. Yes, in sport. Not just hockey. We're having fun, okay? When the Canucks lose, we have fun here on Sipping on a 40. What's up, Vancouver? What's up, baby? Let's do it. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. My name, yes, my name, Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Go find the network wherever you listen to podcasts. You get four shows. Yes, four shows. That's right, four shows with one swipe, one tap. You make your hockey life a little bit better. Nick Bondi in the studio, the host of the fourth show. How's it going, man? It's going, it's going great. Like, you know, I just, I came home, I just came from home, just crushed, you know, a few homemade burritos. Woo! Homemade burritos. Homemade. Oh, shit. Okay. Feeling good. Explain. Fried up, on? Fried up some ground beef. Had okay. Some, not, not, nothing too fancy. Okay, just ladies, some, ladies, listen up. Right. Start again, yeah. start again. Fried up some ground beef. Okay. Had some, you know, put some lettuce, tomatoes, Woo! some shredded cheese. Ooh, this guy's Salsa. sprinkling. Ooh. It was good. It was delicious. There you go, ladies. Bondi not only has his own podcast now, but he... And I, and I, can, I can fry ground beef for about 10 minutes. There you go. And put it in a, and put it in a tortilla. There you go. Yo, I'm not going to front, man. I'm feeling it, too. I'm feeling it, too. I'm My third day back at the gym. Today was probably my hardest workout in over a year. And, and I hope people don't... What did you do? It. Arms, back, shoulders, no, I did chest, every, legs? I did, I did everything. Cardio? I did everything. And then I ended off with 40 minutes of cardio because I was watching the first period at the game. And I just told myself, I'm not getting off this thing. I did some interval training, intense interval training. I was sweating up a storm. I'm feeling good. And you know what's really, really, really inspiring? And this may be a thing. People may take this the, long, the, the wrong way, but I'm sure there is a, a science behind it. And it doesn't fall under being a douchebag. But, yo, being around attracting women, <laughs> yo... It's, it's it's being around more women. I haven't yeah. been, I've been stuck in the studio 
for such yeah, a long not, time. Not, not all women in the studio, for the most part. Exactly, for the most part. No, there's. I don't know the last time a, a lady came to the studio. Oh, so zero. Zero. So, you know, the, the, yeah, you know, just being around people you attracted to. You know, get get the juices flowing it, when you're not feeling yourself. Is uh, the Steve Nash and Burnery like NASA, just full of rockets? Full of rockets. Hey, all women are beautiful. And yes, Brentwood, the the Steve Nash, a lot of beautiful ladies, man. Hey, the gym, I'm back, baby. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling a little bit sexier. The show's a little bit sexier. Yo, the Canucks did not look sexy Swole tonight. Kyle's coming back. I can, I can feel it. Swole Kyle. They used to call me... What did they used to call me in Surrey? Oh, Flex Bowen. They, 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 Flex Bowen. That's a great name. On the ball hockey courts, my name was Flex Bowen. Shit, shit, shit. Okay, the Canucks. Are you looking like DK Metcalf out there? Just No, no, no. Shredded. You know what, man? Fuck. That's going to take a while. You know, should we get onto the game or should, should we keep talking about this? You know what? Hey, it's this, your podcast. Yes, it's my podcast. And it's not just a hockey podcast. It's a podcast for the city of Vancouver. Beautiful woman. Once again, all women are beautiful. And especially man, though, at especially Steve Nash and Burnaby. Yo, like I just, I'm back, baby. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Let's go. You know who's not feeling it? Travis Green. We're looking at him right now. The Canucks down 8 2. I'll say that again 8 2. One more time 8 2 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. An elite team. They are an elite team. The Canucks are not an elite team. Don't take that the wrong way. Benning Bros, okay? They're just not an elite team yet. And they also didn't get bailed out by Markstrom. Who's to say that this game is any more different than the other ones? Mm. Legit. Legit. Markstrom, who's been A++ for this seven-game run, he wasn't A++ tonight. It's not his fault the team's losing or is going to lose this game. He was always going to come back to earth, you know, at some point. Like, you could, you couldn't, there was no way he could keep up. His amazing play. Amazing. For, uh, Out of this of world. Even as, as though I thought, you know, maybe, you know, he can play. He, I still think, actually, he still has a chance of playing very well throughout the season. But there's going to be a couple stinkers in there. This is one of them. Yeah, a couple. If, if you even want to call this a stinker. Like I said, who's to say this game's any different? Like, he just he just wasn't an A-plus goalie tonight. And a lot of the goals that, that Tampa Bay scored, there were there's some good goals. Vancouver just didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Tonight, it is what it is. I, I do hope though that some of these Benning bros they don't overreact, they don't get sad, they don't get sad. You know, this is ruining their Tuesday night in the city of Vancouver, the beautiful city of Vancouver. It's one loss in eight games. All right, am I right? There's nothing yep. to really look at here. Hey, yeah, you know, this game was over after the second period, right? So best thing to do for the if you're the Canucks, you know, play a bunch of your fourth line guys, play a bunch of the young guys. Rest everyone up. Maybe take the take the ice time away. Take the foot off the gas of you know. Play, play Jay Beagle for yeah. twenty five minutes. Yeah, just you know, maybe give give Petey and Brock and JT Miller a bit of a break and put this one behind you and move on to Florida. It is what it is. It's Tampa Bay. They're about to win their eighth straight game, and they look fully back tonight. They look like back to the team we saw last year like there's just pumping teams oh pumping teams and that's what this team can do i know they had a slow start and i think that was somewhat expected now some people did believe that that slow start would kind of carry on for the whole year based on what happened in columbus or against columbus last year in the first round that was one of the biggest collapses in recent memory i would say in sport because once again tampa bay this roster it's a very similar similar roster to last year's absolutely dominated dominated the regular season we we never saw a team like this since those days in montreal in which i don't even know 
one person like I I don't know one person who's ever talked about the Montreal Canadiens from back in the day based on their own viewing experiences because yeah. I don't know anyone that old. <laughs> you know, legit. Yeah. But that's how good this team was. They were they were legendary in the regular season. This roster that's kicking. It's a classic sports debate when you just bring up like a super old team like, "Oh, you know who was actually really good?" It's like the 1977 Montreal Canadiens. It's like cool. I guess you don't want to debate this topic because 85% of people never saw him play. Exactly. And there was like fucking five teams in the league, you know? Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. The Tampa Bay Lightning, a way better team tonight than the Vancouver Canucks. Once again, they're losing right now 8-2. to two, two minutes left in the third. Don't do not do the whole double-digit thing. Keep it to 8-2, to two, you know? Yeah. Let's, Just chill out. Chill let's, out. Let's keep it to a, uh, a touchdown two-point conversion and a safety yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's enough about the game. Let's run into our segment with Bondi. We, we got to do this. Every time Bondi's here, we're going to run Bondi's court. He's going to be the judge. I, I'm going to talk about a, se- a segment. and I'm on the fence here. I really am on the fence here. And I got to pick a side. Let's do Bondi's court. Court is now a session. Court is now a session. Bondi's court is now in session. All right, once again, this is Bondi's court. And as soon as we started the segment, Tampa Bay just picked up their ninth goal. Just can I can I get I get I get he's on a hat trick, which is awesome. But why is he out there with Kutrov and Sergeyev in like an 8-2 game with Are you one left? of these babies? Are you getting senti over a fucking regular season loss? No, can I like chill like, out? Like just, what, what's the point? Like just chill, tell Tampa Bay to chill out. Well, come on, man. Who cares? The guy's first career hat trick, let him have it. You're just being a little upset because it's against your team. Yeah, it's an I'm, absolute yeah, blowout. Yeah, yeah, I'm big mad right now about yeah. this. I'm big mad. You that sense, man? Chill the fuck out, man. It's all good. The game's already over. Let the kid have his first career hat trick, okay? Oh, why yeah, not? He can have his hat trick, but why is Kutrov out there? To make that dish. To make that dish. To help him get the hat trick. Look how happy they are, man. It is what it is. Fuck about Chandler Stevenson, whatever the fuck this guy's name is. Uh, I, I, I care. I, I don't think that's Chandler Stevenson, was it? No, he it's plays Stevenson. for Vegas. It's, his last name Stevenson, right? You no, know, Chandler Stevenson plays for Vegas. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. See, I'm so I'm so mad with I'm so red with rage. I don't even know this guy's name. Damn, this guy's that much of a Canucks fan right now. Okay, he's back in it. The seven game winning streak that's about to end tonight. Got Bondi back in love with the Canucks that he is now offended that some kid just picked up a hat trick in I'm a meaningless upset. moment. I'm not, I'm not yeah, you are. No, I'm not upset that he has a hat trick. I'm upset that Kutrov, like all their top guys are on the ice. Just yeah, chill to out, feed Tampa. the kid. To feed the kid. Okay, get get another guy to feed Stop him. the puck. Don't let them score. Jeez, chill out. Okay, this is Bondi's court. Once again, I'm on the fence. I have to make a decision. I, I really do. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand by this decision. And... And it bothers me just a bit because it may be too early for me to to side with Jim Benning completely on one of the biggest acquisitions that he's ever made. Okay, so Bondi last night on that episode of Power of the Towel that featured Rob Williams. Shout out to you for hopping on. He mentioned make that. Sure, make sure to listen to the episode. Before, pause, this, pause this podcast right uh, now. Shut right? the fuck up, man. And if you have not listened to that episode, listen to it and then come back to Okay, this. do whatever you want. As long as you're sticking on the network, once again, four shows, one swipe, one zap. Back to Bondi's court. He mentioned that people need to pick a side. They can't be on both sides when it comes to the JT Miller trade. Mm-hmm. Because now you're seeing people like me who are somewhat, I, I, I'm an honest guy, honest podcast, who are somewhat on both sides because I'm the guy that's saying that JT Miller has been phenomenal because 
he actually has been phenomenal. We're talking about a player whose compete is is pretty much on par, in my opinion, with Elias Pedersen. The guy never takes a shift off. He's a great leader. And on top of that, the dude's making plays. He's almost and he's at under a point contract for yeah. however many years. Cost control, he's as, doing the, his thing. as the people would say. Almost at a point per game. And like Bondi just said, cost efficient. I'm saying all these things, but I'm also saying Tampa's gonna score again. They're gonna get ten. <laughs> they're trying to get ten goals. Yo, I'm Bond, watching this game right now. They're trying to get ten goals. Bondi's so sad right now. So upset. Can't keep his fucking eyes off the screen. He doesn't want the team letting in his tenth. But anyways, JT Miller. Even though he's been phenomenal, I do. I do say, I do say that that I wouldn't make that trade again. And my defense is Matt. He only had what, like fifteen goals last year. Why do they have to give up an unprotected first-round pick? Mm-hmm. I know it's conditional, and it's going to happen between this year and ne- or next, but still, why? Why did they have to do that? Wasn't there a better way to pick up a dude who scored 15 goals and was on a team that needed to get rid of him because they needed to sign Braden Point, a better player? W- wasn't there an easier way to get this done? Did they have to give up a first-round pick? I, I still... I still can't, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much what I said last night was, I just like how people always say on Twitter that you can, you know, you can, you can think that Miller's doing well and also think it's a bad trade because that, that excuse can be used in perpetuity. You can always say like that. I don't know what the fuck that word means, man. You can just say, you can just use, you can use that line forever. JT Miller can score 50 goals this year and you can still, and you're still able to say, Hey, you know, that was still a bad trade. At the time, like, look. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. I think, yeah, at the time, I thought it was it was, it was was a bad trade because JT Miller, like you said, only scored 15 goals. That was his, I think his career, that might have been his career high, or he just scored 15 goals previously. But at the same time, like, it's worked out amazingly. It's worked out amazing. So is a first-round pick worth, like, a 30-plus goal score? Is putting up close to a point per game? I would say yes. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, so I would say at, at right as yeah, I would say it's a good trade. It's a good trade. Yeah. So yeah, last year it wasn't his career year. It, it was his best year with Tampa when it came to goal scoring. But he was he was a consistent twenty goal scorer like for a couple years with the Rangers. For two years, his his highest in goals to, goals goals for that's I guess you could say that is twenty two. Okay, twenty two. Had those years ago tw- with the Rangers. Twenty two is very good for like a middle six four, which is what JT Miller's his career high is fifty six points. Again, on a team that needed to dump him, wasn't there an easier way to get him? Like, why not throw in a second round pick instead of that first? As well, as uh, and, and if you listen to the podcast, as Rob said, they're not going to give him away. There's probably I don't know if it's been reported how many other teams were into. T, uh, JT Miller, but I'm sure it was it, it, the, the Canucks were not just they were not the only. I doubt they were the only ones negotiating for JT Miller. I'm sure there was other teams in. I'm sure fair it, point, fair point. I'm sure it was like the it was like the Michael Furlan situation. It's been reported that Michael Furlan, no team wanted to get into a fourth year. The Canucks were the only team who got who went to a fourth year. They got him because of that. Perhaps the Canucks, Jimbo. May, I, I think it's the Canucks were the only team willing to give up a first round pick after the, you know they called back, and they pulled the trigger. They pulled the trigger. J- Jim Benning is one of those dudes. He loves pulling the trigger. He loves getting the deal done, and most of the time he's thrown in the extra year. And in this case, 
He's making sure Tampa Bay gets an unprotected first-round pick. He made an offer pick. they couldn't refuse. <laughs> of course. It was a first-round pick for a dude who had 40 points, 47 points last year. It just seemed a bit insane. Now, once again, we're here, to, we're here and you have to help me make this decision. I don't want to be on the fence anymore. I really don't because you are right. Now, he won't get 50 goals this year, but there's a good chance he'll get like 75 to 80 points. And what's to say that he won't do that next year or the year after when he's under term, you know, with on a good amount based on how many how much money players are getting paid now? JT Miller is so cost-friendly for this team, and they need players to be cost-friendly. With Pedersen coming up, with Hughes in a couple years, it's, it's so important. JT Miller, in my opinion, has been the third best player this season. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you exclude Markson, I'm not arguing okay, that one. I'd go with Pedersen, and I'd honestly, I'd honestly say JT Miller above Quinn Hughes when it comes to who's been the most consistent, who's been great. Once again, yeah. the and guys you've been, you've, been, you've been on the Quinn Hughes bandwagon yeah. since like the very first game. JT Miller's been that good. Again, his compete is is so great. You need players like JT Miller playing at this level on your roster with a young team. He he he's a good player. I think that. The chemistry that he's shown with Patterson and Besser, once again, players that are going to be on this team for a long time, thus leading JT Miller to put up similar numbers next year and the year after that. This team needs him. Yeah. So I think you're convincing yourself that it's a good trade. It's a good, yo. <laughs> I, I think we, I think it was kind of settled on it's a good trade. What's that word you used? Perpetuity. <laughs> In perpetuity? In perpetuity. I said it right there, right? I think so. In perpetuity. You hearing that, ladies? I know how to say that word now. And that means once again. That means once again. Like, once again, forever, sort of. I actually don't know. Really? Uh, what? I, what it, the it, fuck? It made, it made sense at the time, and I wanted to sound Shit. smart. So. Okay. What? Hey, man. On, on today's episode, so someone, far. Someone tweeted us what in, in perpetuity means. Please, and please use it in a sentence. On today's episode, Bondi, who's just throwing shots at the ladies right now. You know, he's shooting shots. He's telling you he cooks burritos on a Tuesday night. That's burrito night. And he's telling you about these nice words. <laughs> you know, words that he doesn't yeah. even know. He's just shooting his shots. Yeah. What's going on, man? You feeling lonely right now? I, I just go home, sit in my basement. <laughs> Cook some burritos, read a dictionary. <laughs> I don't need a thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, man. The JT Miller trade. All right. What's the date today? January 7th, 2020. It was a good trade. It was a good trade. That's that's where I'm that's where I'm at as well. I'm there. I think he's he's helped his organization. He's going to be a leader for this team. The compete. I, I'm I'm a big fan of the the compete. Being able to put that much effort into every game. You're talking about a guy that doesn't take a night off. I respect that shit. And on top of that, the dude has skill. Hey, and he's a player that can get you know different lines going sometimes you know earlier in the season he they put him on the second line i don't even want to see him on any other line yeah no i think he has a home on the first line but a hey home. If, yeah if, if if you want bo horvat to get going for whatever reason put him with jt miller do you make it happen do you remember that that one clip and i do believe it was around the time he got traded to the canucks and everyone everyone was talking shit about this trade I, it was like what 10 or 11 in the morning second day of the draft yeah. there was a there was a long wait to to figure out what the Canucks gave up for JT Miller and when everyone found out it was an unconditional uh, no, a conditional first round pick that was unprotected everyone everyone in the hockey media 
to the oh, fans. Yeah. It, was, it was Armageddon. It was, everyone lost their fucking Bro, minds. Bro, talk show radio was nuts. I was pissed off. But there was this one clip, and I don't... Was it a reporter, or was it one of these Twitter people? I don't know. But it was a clip about JT one Miller. One of these Twitter people. It was a... Hey, I'm one of those Twitter yeah, people, we, too. Yeah, we are one of these Twitter, Twitter people. It was a clip of JT Miller just nailing people in a playoff game. Ooh. Just, just absolutely wrecking people in a playoff game. You see the way this guy plays. Obviously, he cares about every single game. We talked about... We talked about you going to the Chicago game. You saw his comments after the Chicago game. He wasn't happy. He wasn't happy. The team, ha- he thought the team had to be way better. The guy competes. What are Ima- his comments are going to be after this game? Imagine this dude in the playoffs. He's one of yeah. those guys. You can tell. He's a guy who can up his intensity for the big games. Yeah. A hundred percent. Once again, we're talking about. And the only way you find that out is playing playoff games. And that's looking back at it now. The whole playoff thing. I want this team to be a strong bubble team. Jim Benning. Say what you want about the dude. I can't believe I'm saying this, but he's not an idiot. Complete idiot. That That's rare. Last year, I'm, I'm saying something else. He's not a complete idiot. Okay. This guy knows that, that he couldn't even afford this team to be a bubble team. He needed this team to make the playoffs. So I guess, yeah, you're right. He had to get it done. You made all in moves this year to he make did. the playoffs. He signed Tyler Myers with a big ticket. He obviously traded the first for JT Miller. Made a couple other moves. Got Furling. Got Pearson last year. Jordy Ben. Yeah. Well, they were talking about it on uh, the ESPN website. I think was Newski. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. He did a uh, like a report card for every team so far this year, and he gave Jim Betting a B plus. He talked about how yes, there are question marks around the signings of like Erickson and Jay Beagle, especially, but 2019 in general, by far and away, has been his best year as a GM when it comes to asset management. And just looking at what he's done, it's it's top top ten worthy when it comes to acquisitions. I, I'll yeah. say it. I'll say it. I can't believe I'm saying it. Things are changing. That was Bondi's court. I just admitted it, man. That that JT Miller trade, yeah, it's a good trade. Okay. It's worked out. Glad, glad we're in agreement. We're in agreement. Okay, so after the break, we're gonna have some fun because once again, the Canucks got their ass kicked eight to two. They got their ass kicked. Was it eight to two or nine to two? No, it was nine to two. Holy shit! That's what I was mad about. But <laughs> that ninth goal, it was nine to two. It is what it is. But every time the Canucks lose, we like to have fun. The program. So after the break, we're going to be comparing Elias Pettersson to other athletes in the world of sport. I don't know where this is going to go. I should have been prepared, but it is what it is. This is sipping on a forty. We'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We are back on sipping on a 40. Your Canucks, they lose tonight 9 to 2. Yes, you heard that right. 9 to 2 to the Tampa Bay Lightning, an elite team. The Canucks are not an elite team, and they're also a team that didn't have the benefit of having Markstrom steal them another game. Look, I've been on record many I've been on record many times, okay? Markstrom is the most important piece to this puzzle, being a str- uh, being a strong bubble team for the Canucks. 
and a playoff team, just in general, because they're a young team, a really young team. And part uh, of having a young team have some sort of success in a season in hockey is having your goaltender bail you out. And tonight he didn't do it. And it is what it is. I hope that people don't go, don't go after him. Yeah, like it, it was bound to happen. He was going to have, you know, some sort of regressive game yeah. from the, the, the hot streak he's been on. But like like I said, I think a, a bit, the big test, if you, you want to be, you know, a perennial playoff contender, if you want to be a team constantly in the mix for the playoffs, you can't let these losing streaks go on for long, right? So the big you test, can't. the big big test for them is I'm looking to see how they respond in their next game. I'm looking oh, to yeah. see if they, you know, hopefully they win, even if they play another close. good team, another good team, Florida. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm curious, young team in Florida for a stretch of four days. Oh, they're they're, they're oh yeah, they're, oh they're living it up. Oh, they're living it up. You best you, so. you know they're getting a table at one of those hot oh, nightclubs yeah. in Miami, bro. Have a few drinks, bro. You a millionaire in Florida, and nobody knows who the fuck you are. Legit. How many times has that happened? It it pretty much only happens to what? People in in the world of business or people who win the lottery. Not to professional athletes, but it does happen when you're a hockey player in Florida. Yeah, if you play for a Canadian hockey team. Dude, if you play for one of those teams too, I guarantee. It's crazy. So they're probably having some fun. Hey, you know what? And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Let them do, do their your thing. thing as long as you show up. Yeah, that, go get go get fucked up. Michael Jordan used to stay up all night gambling and drinking, and then he put up forty points. There you go. That's, that's all true, that matters. That's, that's a true sign of greatness to me. You just got to show up to work. All right, do your thing, have fun. You live once, and once again, a young ass roster, dude. If I'm twenty one million dollars in my pocket, woo in Florida too. We're talking about me being excited to go to Brentwood, yeah. Steve Nash. Okay, crazy, absolutely what night, crazy. What nightclub do you think they're going to? I don't Miami. know a shit about. I don't Florida. know them either. I, I, you seem like a type of guy who knows like a nightclub in Miami. You, you know what? I actually was watching. What's the movie? Donnie Darko. What's the movie? Johnny Depp, Al Pacino. It's a mob movie, and, and they're actually in Florida right now. So what I do with mob movies since they're so long is I legit watch ten or fifteen minutes a day. What the? Yeah, I'm just one of those fuck? people before I go to bed. I just 10, like shit. Minutes of this. Yeah. So it takes you like three weeks to <laughs> yeah. watch. It's like a book. It's like a book. How long does it take you to watch like the Irishman? Like two months? Dude, it started with the Irishman. <laughs> I got halfway through and then I, I switched Christ. to this mob movie. It is what it is, man. It takes me time. And I get tired, man, when I watch movies. I fall asleep. Anyways, the Canucks, once again, 9-2 loss in Florida. Well, in Tampa Bay. And now they play Florida. In a couple days, I'm sure they'll bounce back, hungover or not. They'll do their thing. Let's have some fun, though, okay? Let's have some fun. When they lose, you know what we do here on Sippin' on a 40. Nelly Furtado, Timberland. Once again, Timberland, if you're listening to this, don't file a copyright strike. Don't. Just don't. It's for the city. It's all good. And I guarantee that your beat has never been played on a hockey podcast. So no, you're breaking ground. This, this is a one-of-one one right this here. This is a one-of-one. One. And Nelly Furtado, BC native, you can argue that she's probably— I think she's a Canucks fan. Of course. Of what, course. One, one day we will have her on the podcast and we'll we'll get Bro, her. Bro, that's the goal on. of the network. I, I, I want us to be the is network. That, is that your white whale for guests? I want us to be the network to bring Nelly Furtado home to a podcast. Just her voice on a hockey podcast would be great. It, it'd be groundbreaking. Again, we're trying to shift the culture here, man. We really are. 
Where is she right now? I don't know. Why, I don't why know. isn't she home? <laughs> bring Nelly home. <laughs> Hashtag bring Nelly yeah. home. Amen. It's been too long. It's been it's been way too long. Yo, I wish Nelly Furtado was big now. Because I feel like the city would really, really gravitate towards that. I know she's not from Vancouver. I know she's an island girl, but but still. I think the city would really gravitate towards Nelly Furtado anyways. We play the beat every time the Canucks lose because we got to have fun. We got to put a smile on some of your faces because I know that this loss is really affecting you. It's got me all, all torn up. Nick inside. was about to punch the fucking TV screen because they scored a ninth goal. That's how sad he got. I can only imagine what some betting bros are doing right now. It is what it is. The first loss in eight games. Let's have some fun. Elias Pettersson scored a really amazing goal tonight. Now, it wasn't, it wasn't one of his nicest goals in the world, but he just... He's such an assassin with the puck. And I've never really it seen... smooth. It was silky smooth. so smooth. You you rarely see goals like that where you're in close and he, he like, pokes it or taps it. It was just smooth, man. He just... He's a fucking baller. I like how he hit the guy. Said sorry. Yeah. Apologized. Like, a good... He's learning the mannerisms of Canada. Mm-hmm. And then went and then took the... Got the, got the pass from the turnover and fucking got the goal. And the goal was... Silky smooth, Elias Patterson, one of the best players in the league. He really is. You can argue that right now he's a he's a top twenty player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's crazy. A Jim Benning draft pick, fifth overall from a couple years ago. You got to give the dude credit. He's a top twenty player. It is what it is. Compete, he has it. Skill, he has it. He's a baller and he's a nice guy. Top twenty player. Now let's compare him to other athletes in the world of sport. That don't play hockey. Okay, so non-hockey players. So non-hockey players. So let's... You're an NBA dude. Who, yeah. who's, a, who's a top 20 NBA player that's really good, young, could get into the top five eventually down 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 his road? Who's that guy? Mm. See, I'm glad you asked that because the, the, the answer I was going to give was, speaking of young, Trey Young. Okay. Atlanta Hawks. Cool. Why? Here, here's why, okay? Really good player, right? But he's on a bit of a weak team right now. I'm not saying the Canucks are like a dog shit like the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> but, you know, they're not, they're not going to make the playoffs. Okay. And the Canucks, hey, they got a pretty good shot, but they still might. And he's he's overshadowed, I think, by some more younger players who still are really good. I think Elise Patterson gets a bit overshadowed by guys like Austin Matthews and Connor McCaver, and rightfully so. They're both very good players. Yeah. Just like... Trey Young's overshadowed a lot by Luka Doncic, who's putting up this amazing season, and people are calling him, you know, the next big star of the league after LeBron retires. So I think Trey Young's a pretty good. He's, he's super flashy. He's got he's got like there was this one play I watched for him the other night where he like put the ball between his legs, like crossed up a guy, and hey. then like laid it up, like it was insane. And like oh, he's sick. Yeah, he's, I've seen highlights. Yeah, he's absolutely he's, he's sick, and and like, he's a baller, and he's a baller, and he like Elias Patterson pulls off some of those same moves sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Like it's just. That, so it, that's 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 the first comparison that came off to my head is Trey Young. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I use the I use the term baller because because I see that in players who who really want to win. And every time I see Trey Young highlights, and obviously when I see the highlights, he's doing something great, whether it be like a buzzer beater or just a sick play. He just has it in his face. The dude wants to win all the time. It, it, yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, 100%. But he just doesn't have the pieces around him. Like some mm-hmm. Fair guys. enough. Like, Don, like Don just has like some pretty good like Porzingis and all these guys around him and like maybe a bit of a more stable organization in Dallas than Atlanta. There you go. This guy's saying Trey Young. Let's go to the NFL. Once again, a top 20 player who can get into the top five. I, I'm even having trouble... Oh, football. With this, yeah, because we're question. talking about Pedersen. He's also one of those players who's going to be the face of the franchise. He already is, but he's 
he's that type of dude. When, and when you talk about faces of the franchise in the NFL, most of the time it's, it's the quarterback. Oh, 100%, yeah. You can't say he's the Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson is on his way of be, to being the best player in the league. And that's Connor McDavid's title. Patrick Mahomes. Maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Or is that too much? Is, is Patrick Holmes the best player in the league? Like, it's well, it's one Leas of those things. Well, hasn't been nominated for, like, an MVP yet. That's fair, the thing. Fair, yeah. fair. So I don't think you could do Jackson or Mahomes. Okay, let's switch it up here. Do you think that Elias Pedersen, you brought up the other guys. You brought up McDavid, who I think is untouchable, and he'll be untouchable for 15 years. I don't think anyone is being better than Connor McDavid. It's going to be impossible. Imagine being, like, you know, like, you're the fucking best player, like, the player best. in a sport. The best on of the, the best. On Earth? Fuck. Fuck. Must be, must feel awesome. He's the best. Nobody's coming close. But can Pedersen get to that number two spot? You brought up Matthews. Incredible player. Incredible offensive talent. Real talk. Such a such a sick player. If he is your second brightest star in the league, and some people will actually frown upon that comment. I think maybe it's a Toronto thing or Matthews is fucking sick. Is is Connor is Elias Pedersen able to be that number two guy? Down the road. Is he that good? Yeah, yeah, he definitely Damn. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Damn. Damn. That, that's huge. Pedersen, I think, has a bit, it's a bit different than Matthews in the sense that I don't think Pedersen's ever going to score 50 goals. I don't, yo, honestly, I think. Because he's not, he's I not think a that's goal bullshit. I think he, I think he can score 50 goals. He already had 20. Not this year, but I think he has the ability to just go on streaks. He's so good. I'm not saying he's going to get 50 every year. Like, Crosby has only, what, hit 50 a couple times, I think. He he might have, like, a, a trajectory like that where once in a while yeah. he puts in, like, 45 to 50 goals because he's that fucking good. But I always think of Pedersen as, like, a super good two-way, mm, like, creative okay. player. So you don't think he's going to be a a 110-point guy? No, I don't think so. Oh, damn. I think he'll be, like, not, like 90, 100. See, I'm the, I'm the I'm the other way. I, 110 I, implies he's got to have like a really good team around him. He's loaded with talent. He's getting a ton of power plays. And that's how you get to like 110 plus points. Well, in my opinion, he does get there down the road. I, I compared him today, and I always compare him to Kucherov. That's my player comparison when it comes to Elias Patterson. In the I thought NHL. we weren't allowed to use. I know we weren't. Current but now, NHL now we're, hey, I'm allowed to have fun too. Okay, you want to talk about baseball? You want to no, talk about I golf? Know, I don't know jack shit we did about it. like. Okay, the NFL. Did, did we finish it? We don't compare him to Mahomes or, or Jackson. What about they, like a running back, like Derrick Henry or something like that? Okay, maybe a Saquon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's one of those guys. He's not the best yet, but okay. We're having fun here. Okay, the Canucks lose nine two. We're having fun. Let's carry on with the Kucherov talk before we leave. I compare him to Kucherov based on how they. They own that side of the ice, especially on the power play. And they both have, we haven't seen it completely completely yet with Pedersen, but they both have this, this mean streak about them. Like they're competitive, ultra competitive, and they do whatever it takes to win. So I do see comparisons. And I, to me, I think the Canucks are in a position down the road to even be more offensively bolstered. I mean, right now, you said that, Pedersen may not be able to get to 100 because he doesn't have the surrounding talent. On, on the power play, it's Quinn Hughes, Brock Besser, and JT Miller, and, and Bo Horvat, if you want to throw him in there. There's plenty of chances to get points there. But is he getting enough opportunities? Like, are there kind of strong mm. enough power plays to make that happen? I think they draw the most, one of the most in the league right now. And Pedersen, this may piss people off, but he draws a lot of penalties, partially because I think he why embellishes is, why is, it. Why is, he, why, is it, why is it bad to draw penalties? 
Don't well, you want more power plays? Because he dives sometimes. He's not a diver. He's Yo, like, oh, I'm telling. Yeah, that's why it may piss people off. It, it's pissing me off right now. I don't. I'm not really talking shit because I used to dive all the time in ball hockey. I do whatever it it's takes to win. Yeah, it's a good exactly. strategy. It's a good strategy. And you're a soccer fan. Yeah. You got to do that's what it like takes to win. Oh, compare him to a soccer player. Oh, okay. There you go. See, it can't be Mbappe because that's McDavid, like super fast. That dude is fucked up, man. When I watched the World Cup a couple years ago, or yeah. a year and a half ago, I don't get how that dude does it. Yeah. He just creates so much room. I've never seen a player like that. I don't watch a lot of soccer, though. Yeah. Just trying to think. Who's a good young player that I can compare him to? Maybe someone like a Paolo Dybala. That's a guy I think. Like maybe like a bit. He's a bit underrated in terms. How do you of say this his name? Argentinian guy, Paolo Dybala. Paolo Dybala. That's who I'm comparing him to because he's had like pretty good seasons. Okay. Right. Okay. He's maybe a bit underrated compared to the guys like Mbappe and like all these other guys, but he's still a very good player in his own right, and he can like. If you put him, a, if you make him the focal point of a team, it'll be amazing for you. There you go, Bondi, the the soccer fan, compares him to that dude. Pedersen, one of the best players in the league. Is he going to be a top two player down the road? I do think so, man. I think he has the talent to get there, and I think he he has the edge to him, and I think he wants to get there. I think he's also smart enough that he knows that he'll never get to McDavid's level. That's just impossible. Nobody should ever dream to be the next McDavid. Because it's, it's not be, it's going to be, happen. It's got to be somewhat depressing if you're like a super competitive oh, yeah. player. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm never going to be as good as this guy. Fuck. That's just reality, though. Sometimes you can't beat reality, you know? McDavid was gifted something that nobody else will have for a long time. For a long time. It is what it is. Once again, the Canucks lose 9-2. to two. We end off with a little bit of fun here on Sipping on a 40. Yo, the episode was a bit longer than, than expected, but when Bondi comes, we go back and forth. It is what it is. Bondi telling us about his... His burrito recipes, the new words that he's learning. I think the dude is on the block. New podcast, too. Shit just going this guy's way. Everything's going. Coming up, Bondi. Hey, oh, okay. Coming up, Bondi. That could be a show on TLC when you just, like, knock up a couple girls or something like that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm back at the gym. I'm feeling sexy again. Yo. You're looking good. You're, I, the biceps are looking pop. I may have my next girl, maybe my co-host on this show, yo. That'd be a beautiful thing, yo. That hey, would be a 2020. Thing. Love is love. Love is love, baby. Love is love. I'm open to it. 2020 Canucks 9-2 loss. I'm, I'm sure they're not loving the result, but it is what it is. Have fun in Florida, boys. Do your thing. If you're going to party, just show up to work when you play the Panthers next. My name's Kyle Bowen. That's Nick Bondi. Once again, go get the network. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you get four shows. Yes, four shows. It's that easy. That easy. With one swipe, one tap, you get four shows. You make your hockey life a little bit better. I hope you have a good morning. A good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we at the Nux Misconduct Network, we appreciate it. Peace. <laughs>